So things were coming out of our pockets. We had just bought a house. Things went crazy. We ended up losing the house. And it's like, okay, my parents and everybody thought I'd lost my mind. Mm-hmm. D, okay, look, God wouldn't have your bills behind. I said, you know what? I don't know what he would have right now, but the only thing I know he said that it shall be exactly. a blessed cookie company. Absolutely. So I'm crying one day before God said, Lord, you know what? You said it was going to be blessed. And my family thinks I've lost my mind because I'm believing something you said that's not happening, that seemingly mm-hmm. is not happening. Mm-hmm. And I said, how are we going to, how are we going to build a business? Our credit's going down the drain. How are we going to buy equipment? I you know, all of these things I'm whining to the Lord. And he stopped me and asked me a question. Welcome back to the Let's Evolve for Tomorrow podcast. I'm your host, Tyrone, and we help aspiring new and existing entrepreneurs excel to the next level by inviting other aspiring new and existing entrepreneurs to the podcast. So with us today, we have a very special guest right here local here in Columbus, Ohio. She goes by D with a blessed cookie. And I think you've been in business for over 20 years now? Over 30 years. Over 30 years. 30 years located in the, the nationwide building downtown. So it's such an honor to have her here. Someone that has so much experience that can give so much knowledge and education and information on how to start a business, how to grow a business. But I'm going to stop talking right now. I do want to say one thing. She shared with me that she has an exciting opportunity coming up here in Florida, I believe. I'm not sure if I was supposed to share that or not, but we'll see. And if so, I'll just edit that part out. Ms. D, it's a pleasure for having you. Thank you for coming. I appreciate you accepting the invite. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. So if you don't mind, just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started. Well, as I say, I'm D, a.k.a. the cookie lady. (laughs) And uh, just a love for baking ever since a little girl. It started with my easy bake oven, to tell you the truth. That's where it started. My mom bought me one when I was a kid. I wanted one really bad. And I burn out so many light bulbs <laughs> with that thing. Mom, I need a new light bulb. And, she, and so proud, just excited about coming up with different items and things. And so that turned out to be a hobby for me. Mm-hmm. Baking. And then as I grew older and took home mech and would make cookies for my father for his lunch. You know, you, you had to pack dad's lunch back right, then. Right. <laughs> make cookies and desserts and things for him. And it just became a relaxing thing for me is to make a batch of cookies okay. or bake something okay so what kind of cookies did you bake for your dad he liked everything his favorite was peanut butter okay but um peanut butter and he didn't he wasn't crazy about chocolate chip okay what's, what's your top selling cookie right now of america's favorite chocolate chip okay that's the biggest one so let's talk about a few highlights right now like where do you stand right now in your business in terms of any success like I know you talked about Florida so you're thinking about expanding right Right. we're looking at expanding you know COVID threw a a ratchet in everyone's business especially small businesses Uh and with us being located inside of the nationwide insurance building which is a large building 7,000 people in there on a daily basis prior Uh to COVID but then after COVID we're down to less than a thousand people a day so our market dropped significantly Mm -hmm. so i had to come up with other avenues to try and generate revenue okay so uh we i ended up buying a truck i said all right they can't get to me i'll get to them we're going to do cookies on wheels that's what it's called (laughs) 
had okay. a band wrapped, got it wrapped, and said, okay, we'll deliver cookies. Up my um, my website, mm-hmm. got that developed up to par. So we began to promote our website more and ordering online business more than our retail, walk-in retail business. Okay, so where did the expansion part come into play? Well, with the reduction uh-huh. here, I said, you know what? There's got to be, maybe this river is drying up. I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking you, <laughs> your mind as an entrepreneur, you're like, okay, what do I do? Uh-huh. And my son lives in Tampa. Okay. And my two grandchildren. And I, I love going, love going down there to visit. Uh-huh. And uh, I went down and I was checking out some areas and didn't see many cookie things going on down mm-hmm. there. So I said, you know what? Let me go ahead and, ch- and test the waters down here. Okay. And so that's that's what I'm doing. I'm going back and forth from Columbus to Tampa and um, working that out. Okay. So did you go there looking for opportunity or were you there just to visit your son and your grandchildren? And then I was there to visit. Uh And then, you know how you get that little nudge (laughs) as a Christian Lord. Okay, what do I do? Do I you know, where is the brook? Is this brook dried up? In Columbus, do I look for another brook? Uh-huh. And you know what? I got an, his approval to go down to Tampa okay. and uh-huh. check it out. So that's why I'm down there now. Nice. So how's that working out so far? You know what? Working on building the market. Okay. And things are going well. Um, I know the first my first sales call I went out out on, mm-hmm. it was so fun. It was interesting to me because I said, I don't know anyone down here, you know. And so I made a um, a BMW logo cookie that's my specialty is corporate logo cookies Mm. went to a car dealership and said you know what here i have this you ever thought about giving cookies maybe to out for certain events or you know when you have sales he said maybe so and he said today's your day i said why is that the general manager did he said the owner's here i'll introduce Mm. you to them wow so that that's favor. Absolutely. That's favor. Big favor, for sure. <laughs> so that, you know, just going around, plus going around to different places, um, different restaurants, things mm-hmm. like that, just introducing them to my product. Okay. And I'm confident once they taste them, it's over with. So do you have like a, a brick and mortar there or a pop-up shop or? Right now, I'm doing it out of my home. Okay. And in Florida, they have for cottage businesses, you can work out of your home up to a quarter of a million dollars. Oh, nice. Okay. So in terms of inspiration, right, you talked about, you know, that easy bake oven. And, you know, it's funny because we actually bought our daughter one when she was four. And, you know, she used it for quite some time. She still loves baking to this day. But in terms of inspiration, you were baking with your Easy Bake Oven, baking cookies for your dad. Mm -hmm. So how did it lead into business? Like, what was that first entrepreneurial thought you had to turn it into a business? You know what? I worked for Ross Laboratories. Okay. And I would bring in, you know, cookies for potlucks and things. And people would say, D, you know, you should sell these cookies. Mm -hmm. I said, it's a hobby. No one's going to buy these. I do it for fun. Right. Put the kids to bed, pull out the mixer, I'm ready. (laughs) I'm chilling out for the day. Uh-huh. So anyway, I I said, well, you know, I don't know. I've never thought of going into business mm-hmm. with cookies. So one Christmas made up a price list. I gave it out. I ended up getting orders for over 3,000 cookies out of my kitchen. Wow. It was crazy. I couldn't believe it. I had mama, daddy, everybody over there. Right. Help me. <laughs> People are buying these cookies. What am I going to do? Right. So anyway, and that's where it started. And I said, wow, Lord. And I'm a Christian. I said, Lord, you know what? There's a market for these cookies. Mm-hmm. 
or I don't know how to do this. I mean, you know, I never thought about going in business. Right. Plus, also, I'm a minister. The okay. Lord had called me to the ministry, so I was pursuing ministry. One thing about a cookie business. Right. First thing I was thinking, mm, all right, devil, I rebuke you. You're trying to get me out of ministry. <laughs> not now, I not realize that I could do both. Mm -hmm. That cookies and ministry right. could work together. Absolutely. So anyway, after that, the three thousand, I said, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do? After 30 some years of life, I finally asked the Lord, what is your purpose for my life? Mm -hmm. okay. And he gave me an answer. And I said, do I go in the cookie business? What do I do, Lord? He said, he told me that it shall be mm -hmm. a blessed cookie company. Wow. And that's where I got the name. I was so excited. I said, yeah, it's going to be a blessed cookie company. Wait a minute. A, B, C. A, B, C. And I'm D. That mm -hmm. works. That I said, perfect. okay. <laughs> I actually saw that I heard, you know, one of your interviews and I was like, man, that lined up perfectly. It did. Yeah. So it was inevitable that your business was going to be it blessed was. for sure. And it was so awesome. It was nerve wracking. And, and any entrepreneur, when you're getting ready to step out into something that you're unsure of, it's scary. And I mean, I can sit up here and say I had all the faith in the world, but I was still scared. Absolutely. <laughs> I was nervous. Right. And but I had I had God's word. Mm -hmm. I had his word. And I just said, okay, I got to hold on to this. You know, the Bible says, you know, before one in any part of his word fails, heaven and earth will pass away. Mm -hmm. And there were days when I was nervous in my waiting, after, in my waiting that I would look out, I'd look outside, get up in the morning, pull the curtains back. I said, well, heaven and earth is still here. He's still doing <laughs> what he said. <laughs> so let's, so let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. As far as milestones and turning points. So you, you launched the cookies. You know, you had a lot of, a lot of people in the office like, we love your cookies. You yes. should sell these. You start selling them. You made $3,000. Your family got involved. Everybody's made 3, coming 3,000 cookies, not dollars. Oh, right? I'm sorry. 3,000 cookies. <laughs> so 3,000 cookies. Yeah. So what was the next step after that? The next step was taking that step of faith. Uh-huh. Okay, D, you put the price list out. Mm -hmm. People buying the cookies now. Are you going to step out and do it? Are mm. you just going to... Do like Peter, close your eyes and step out on the water and say, okay, I'm coming. Here I go. Absolutely. So I did that. Okay. It was something because I, I, I don't have a degree in business. Mm -hmm. I went to score looking for help, looking for all the avenues I could find to help me. How do I start a business? Absolutely. So I searched all of that out. And then I finally, and I don't know if you've, I've ever shared this, but, um, Several weeks after the Lord had told me it was going to be blessed, I was driving home from work. Mm -hmm. You know, in that in that turmoil, how are you going to do this? You don't have this. You don't have that. You don't have the revenue. How did that? And the Lord asked me a question. He said, "Why are you holding on to ten dollars an hour when I'm trying to bless you with thousands?" Ooh. I said, "I don't know. I'm scared." Mm -hmm. After that, I said, "Okay." I gave Ross my notice and I said all right I'm going to take this step of faith mm -hmm. the day before I left Ross the vice president called me in and said D I hear you leaving what are you doing I said well looks like there's a market for my cookies I'm going to go start a cookie business mm -hmm. he said okay he said you know what I want to help you out I said what's that he gave me the food services manager's phone number and said here call him. I'm going to give you a year's contract to supply four Ross Lab cafeterias with cookies when I walked out the door. Wow. It was crazy. I cried. I said, okay, Lord, I see you doing it. A blessed cookie. A blessed cookie. Absolutely. You're doing it. Right. And we did that for, for a year. Mm -hmm. And after that, ran into some problems with 
pricing and uh, they said they wanted to cheaper price and I, I couldn't make money doing that. So we had to, uh, we lost the contract with Ross after a year. Okay. But after that, I'm like, okay, Lord, what do we do? What do we do? I started selling cookies. I mean, we went through some serious financial stress. Mm-hmm. And I and to tell an entrepreneur, because you know, being a new business person, initially everything's coming out of your pocket. Absolutely. You're paying for, you don't really make, start making money or, or excuse me, making a profit until after maybe two to three years of being in business. Then mm-hmm. you start to see a profit margin. Right. So things were coming out of our pockets. We had just bought a house. Things went crazy. We ended up losing the house. And it's like, okay, my parents and everybody thought I'd lost my mind. Mm-hmm. D, okay, look, God wouldn't have your bills behind. I said, you know what? I don't know what he would have right now, but the only thing I know he said that it shall be exactly. a blessed cookie company. Absolutely. So I'm crying one day before God said, Lord, you know what? You said it was going to be blessed, and my family thinks I've lost my mind because I'm believing something you mm-hmm. said that's not hap- that seemingly mm-hmm. is not happening. Mm-hmm. And I said, how are, we going to, how are we going to build a business? Our credit's going down the drain. How are we going to buy equipment? You know, all of these things I'm whining to the Lord. And he stopped me and asked me a question. D, how long has it been since you quit your job? Mm-hmm. And my first thought is, well, Lord, you know. But I... <laughs> But but I added it up and I said, well, it's been two years. Uh-huh. And he told me, he said, don't allow the enemy to cause a spiritual abortion of your blessing. And I'm looking like, what? A spiritual abortion? Wow. Lord, what is that? Yeah. I, I've never heard of that. Mm-hmm. He told me, he said, at the time I called that company blessed, he said, that's when your blessing was conceived. Mm-hmm. But your faith is the umbilical cord that holds Ooh. it in place. And as you know, an abortion is elective. You choose to give it up. Absolutely. After that, I said, I'm holding on to delivery. Right. <laughs> I love I it. Am, I am holding on to delivery. I am not going to give up on this vision. Uh-huh. We were making cookies at my son's, um, selling cookies at my son's baseball games, just trying to make a dollar here or there, you know, mm-hmm. trying to keep our head above water. And she said, a friend of a lady uh, there said, D, have you checked out a place downtown in the convention center? I said, girl, we can't afford the rent. You know, the rent that anytime you're going somewhere high traffic. I said, we can't afford the rent. And I didn't try it. I mm-hmm. didn't even pursue it because I said it was too big mm-hmm. before I tried. Not asking, Lord, is this too big for you with the earth being yours and the fullness thereof? But I, I just decided what I could do. Absolutely. Didn't pursue. So I'm, I'm like, okay, what do I do? I went to a women's retreat. There's a woman there named Rev. Evelyn Spencer Carter. And she, um, I went to her room because I wanted to talk to somebody seasoned in faith. Because mm-hmm. this was a totally a faith walk. Absolutely. And I said, Rev. Ev, this is what's going on. This is what the Lord told me. She said, Dee, do you believe God told you that? I said, Rev. Ev, I know what he said. Mm-hmm. She said, then you stand on his word. I said, yes, ma'am, I will. She said, I'm going to pray for you. She prayed for me, and I got ready to walk out, and she said, Dee, do you have your equipment yet? Mm-hmm. I said, no, ma'am, I don't. She said, the Lord told me to tell you when you feel his anointing, go get it, and he's going to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that was too far above my head. I couldn't. That was more than what I could handle, right? I'm exactly. like, okay, yeah, hallelujah, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. <laughs> that's what, I mean, that's just being real. That's what I was thinking. Faith and not by sight. And I said, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, I couldn't see how he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, one day I got up enough faith 
to go to the convent, call the convention center. Mm -hmm. And I said, all right, let me, the only thing they can tell me is no. Mm -hmm. I called, I said, hi, I'm calling choir about space. They said, just a minute, transferred me to the CEO of the convention center. And his name is Bill Lilliman. And I said, Mr. Lilliman, I have a small business. My credit's not the greatest, but someone told me you had space. He Mm. said, do you make peanut butter cookies? I'm thinking, what does that have to do with space? You know, I'm new to this. I'm, what is that? He, he, I said, yeah. Back to the peanut butter cookies again. Yeah. Your dad's favorite, right? Exactly. <laughs> he said, well, bring me a dozen. We'll talk. Uh-huh. I brought him a dozen, two dozen peanut butter cookies. Right. Went down. He took me to a space in the convention center that was in the food court. It had been vacant for four years, and they couldn't get it, anyone to lease it out. Wow. It was a cookie store previously. Walked in, ovens, mixers, refrigerator, everything was in, still in the spot. Yes. And that's where I opened my first retail store, was there in the Greater Columbus Convention Center. Wow. So what was that that turning point you experienced? I know you talked about all of the hardships, right? So when did you hit that sweet spot where it's like things are coming together financially, credit's back to where it need to be, everything? You know what? As As I stayed in the fight. Okay. As I stayed in the game mm-hmm. and not giving up. Okay. Not giving up the game. We, after the convention center, I knew God was in it because then our sales picked up. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of traffic from conventions coming in town, mm-hmm. getting, meeting companies and people from all over the world. It opened a great door for us. Nationwide was across the street mm-hmm. and we would get lunch traffic from there. And wow. So, that's when things started to change, and I watched it start start to grow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's a key challenge that you can think of? So you talk, obviously shared a lot of challenges with us, mm-hmm. but that one challenge that just sticks out in your mind, and how did you overcome it? And the reason I'm asking is because you have other aspiring entrepreneurs out there, you know, that young D out there yeah. who's in your position right now. You know, we had a young lady on. A couple of weeks ago, right, okay. who is trying to do something similar. But she's baking, like, cupcakes, cakes, yeah. cooking soul food, things of that nature. Okay. And she's trying to figure out if she wants to go the profit route or non-profit route. So what would you tell the young D's out there who was once in that position? Don't give up on your dream. That there's enough out there for you, mm-hmm. for everybody. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about Sally Sue. <laughs> Absolutely. Or Billy Bob. Right. There is enough out there. If you promote setting up, setting goals, number one, Mm -hmm. and then going after them one by one. Don't let circumstances and things push you in another direction. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, like you said, nonprofit to profit or that type thing. Okay. But setting a goal, having a plan, because the winds of change will come. Winds will come and try and blow you this way, that way. You have my biggest challenge was listening to people Mm. and their opinions. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, this market is doing good and this market is doing good. You know, this is growing and this. I said, but that's not where I'm going. Mm -hmm. That's not my focus. Well, you know, you make a mean pound cake and you do this and then you can make sweet potato pies and do but that's not my vision. Ah, okay. And that's why I I believe it's important for you to write the vision. Mm-hmm. Make it plain. Absolutely. So that they that read it, but more importantly, you that read it, will know which direction you're going. When people come and say, go this way, why don't you try this? Why don't you? And then you find yourself spreading mm. yourself thin 
and you're not going anywhere. You're just kind of wading in the water exactly. and not moving up, moving up. Hmm. That's where that song came from, huh? <laughs> wading wading in, the in the water. Okay. You mean... <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so what did you do? So in that moment, I noticed a lot of entrepreneurs experienced that. I experienced that, you know, throughout my journey. So what did you do to overcome that as far as blocking out the noise? And that's what I had to do was block out the noise. I mean, it was something when we were going through the season of lack. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's sad, but even church people were telling me, saints were telling me, D1, you know, maybe God didn't tell you that. Maybe you just need to go back to work instead mm-hmm. of saying, have faith and hold on. Believe God. He said it. Yes. Then stand on his word. They were saying, well, and, but you have to block all of that out. Uh-huh. And I compared to Noah. Mm-hmm. I said, I can't wait to get to heaven. Me and him going to talk. <laughs> I said, you know what, bro? Uh, I know what it's like (laughs) when God tells you to do something, Uh but he didn't tell anybody else. Absolutely. And it's all on you. Noah built that boat. He he did not tell anyone else but him. Mm -hmm. But God's confidence was in him that he was going to do what he told him to do. Absolutely. And that's what we have to do. We have to stand on his word. If he said it's going to prosper, it's going to prosper. Absolutely. So what sets you apart from everyone else in the city that's doing something similar, like making cookies? So, of course, you have Cheryl's Cookies. That's the only one that I know of. Okay. And it was amazing because when I saw your company, I'm like, oh, that's unique. The only other cookie company I've ever heard of locally mm-hmm. was Cheryl's Cookies. So what sets you apart from them and any other your other competitors? The cookies being made from scratch on site. As I said, we keep our cookies real. Okay. You're not getting anything frozen, mm. thawed. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, you're getting a real cookie. Okay. Baked daily, made from scratch mm-hmm. daily, and it's just like the old-fashioned way. Okay. So when you think about expansion, right, mm-hmm. everything is made fresh, it's not yes. frozen. How will you still keep that same, I guess you can say, de- fresh authenticity of the cookie when you start to expand to other regions, other states? Well, you know what? I've dabbled and played with that with my um with what i'm doing now Mm -hmm. and training others to make my cookie dough which is that was a big challenge for me because i always needed to have my hands in it Mm -hmm. is to to do that and then training them because baking is more of a science and that's why i run into the challenges of franchising those type things people say well why don't you know i've had people asking can you would you be willing to franchise abc Mm -hmm. i said you know when i come up with a method of being able to reproduce the cookie at the same quality, we can do that. So I'm dabbling and playing around with some different things now wow, to do that. Wow, that's a great idea. Yes. Absolutely. It is. But like you said, it's a science. Uh-huh. So if you if you leave out one egg, mm-hmm. put in two too many, your mm-hmm. whole batch is messed up. Absolutely. <laughs> that's true. Well, I wish you much success with that. I mean, I think that's an amazing Thank idea. You. Thank so, you. Thank you. Give us a success story, like what that one story that stands out. You know, you've done multiple interviews at this point. That one story is just like, man, whenever someone asks me about my success, this is one that comes top of mind. The one story is standing with faith unwavering on what God said. Okay. It really, I mean, that's this, that is it. That is the story. Hearing what he says mm-hmm. and then doing it. And then watching him Mm -hmm. do what he says. I tell you, I walk into Nationwide, where we're located now. Mm -hmm. I didn't mention that, but we're inside the the Nationwide atrium of the Nationwide Insurance Building. Uh And 
sometimes I'll come up on the elevator, I'll walk up and I say, you know what? I remember when this was just a word. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and look what happened. And that's why I want to encourage other entrepreneurs. Pursue your vision. Pursue your, the desires and whatever whatever you, you're excited about. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Right. Only thing, you, you know what? And if it doesn't work out, guess what? You tried. Mm -hmm. You tried. Absolutely. And but don't don't give up on the vision. Absolutely. Of where you're going and take the limits off. I know one of the things that when I applied for space at one location, I had a gentleman ask me, he said, Ken, let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. He said, why don't blacks come and apply for space here? Mm -hmm. I said, huh? He said, you're the first African-American or black person to come here and even inquire about space in seven years. Mm. I said, you know what? Probably the same reason why it took me months to call you, because I said it was too big before I tried. Mm -hmm. You envision yourself not doing it and make, get that vision that I can do it. I can have that office building. I can have that production facility. Who says you can't? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So let's talk about failures and setbacks, right? So you said pre-pandemic Everything was amazing as far as business, yeah. post-pandemic. You know, you went from 7,000 people in the building down to 1,000 people. Mm -hmm. And you had to pivot, right? Cause, yes. Because, of course, 7,000 7, people, all these sales, expenses are high. Business drops. You still have the same expenses. So, exactly. so when you took your truck, your wrap truck, yes. out on the road, like, did you already map out a plan before you put the truck on the road? Or how did that work? You know, it was impulse. Okay. <laughs> impulse. Okay, they can't come to me. I'm coming to them. And that, and I just, what I did was included that on uh, my website. Mm -hmm. I thought about Amazon, how everybody has the, everybody likes the convenience of getting things easily. I right. said, okay, hey, place your orders and we'll deliver. Wow. So you were going door to door. We were going door to door, company okay. to company. Yes. So business to business, business to consumer. Yes. Wow. So you did both. We did both. And you're still doing that now. And we're still doing that now. Okay. So you hired a driver that goes out and. Uh huh. Okay. Yep. We have driver that goes out. Like I said, we don't have as much now with things going on, but Christmas has been crazy, as I told you. Right. But uh, we're enjoying it. We're enjoying it. So how many employees do you have? Currently, right now, we have, I have three. You have three? Mm -hmm. Okay, wow. So you're doing a lot of business with we three are. people. And, a lot, and like I said, the sales have dropped with previously, pre-COVID. Uh -huh. I had seven people working. Uh -huh. And then, when, like I said, COVID, of course, things went down. So, mm -hmm. But we're working our way back up now. Okay. So from a business perspective, what's okay. some advice that you would give to the aspiring and the new and existing entrepreneurs? Because you've had a lot of success over the last 30 years from mm -hmm. the way that you grew your business, the fact that you had to pivot, you knew how to pivot. Because a lot of times when people experience adversity, they don't know how to pivot. You're like you went to Florida, you're thinking about expanding there. Mm -hmm. You have people approaching you with opportunities to turn your business into a franchise. What advice would you give to those entrepreneurs? Pray. <laughs> No, seriously. Okay. Check out check out everything that's going all of check out your market. Okay. See what's out there, where you're at cuz there's so many details, you know, locations, mm -hmm. different things that you have to consider before you just step out there and and do that. Mm -hmm. And and plan it out. 
And now I think that's the hardest thing for new entrepreneurs. You get so hyped up on, oh, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to do this and do that. But then you have those times when there's going to be ups uh-huh. and there's going to be downs. And you're going to have to prepare for that. But in the beginning, basically you're flatline uh-huh. until as you slowly increase. But with COVID, like I said, nobody was anticipating that. I remember talking to my staff saying, okay, you guys, I said, we'll probably be out and close for maybe just, you know, a month or so until mm-hmm. COVID's over with. Mm-hmm. And then it turned out to be a year. Yeah. And thinking, okay, yeah. what do, how do we handle this? How do you come out on the other end? And sitting down and just mapping it out. Absolutely. So how do you stay current with the trends, right? So you have people, other companies that are making different flavors, cookies, different mm-hmm. style cookies. So yeah. do you find yourself having to pivot and come up with you know, different flavors in order to stay competitive? You know, you know what? We do not. We, we introduce new things every now and then. Okay. But like a, a new uh, franchise that's in is what, Crumbles. That's the new, oh, yeah, the new one that they have a different flavors and different things that uh, that they're doing, uh-huh. but you know what? I found this that having my classic and it being the best cookie there is. Okay, it works. All right. So in terms of flavor, the fact that you it's fresh, it's fresh, quality. You don't come in and get any like I said, nothing frozen, mm-hmm. nothing pre-made, all butter, sugar, brown sugar, eggs, flour, and chocolate chips. Okay. <laughs> So with you being so busy, so I'm assuming you work yourself, right? As far mm-hmm. as making the cookies, how, how many hours do you put in a day? I put in, well, I right now, since I've been going back and forth to Florida, mm-hmm. I'm working more on the business and my staff, are, they're working in the business. Okay. So right now they're, they're doing about 40 hours a week. Okay. So how do you, with all of the work that you're putting in, mm-hmm. in the business, on the business, traveling back and forth to Florida, how do you balance your, your personal life, your family life, and also your ministry life? Well, all of my children are adults now, okay. so I don't have to do that. Uh, my grandsons, and I have a granddaughter here. My grandsons have two grandsons in Florida, mm-hmm. so I always make sure I have the time, balance to spend the time with them. Okay. And then I have a new great-granddaughter that was just born Congratulations. a few weeks ago. Thank you. You're welcome. So spend time with them. But I, you know what? I set up my work day. And you know what? You have to do that because you can. your business will take all 24 hours of your day if you let it. Absolutely. Mentally. Yes. I mean, you'll be in the office, <laughs> look, be in the kitchen baking and still sitting on the couch. Right. But, you know, you know what I mean? Because your mind still Your going. mind is still there. Right. But you have, to, you have to take and balance between family and work. Mm-hmm. Okay. And personal life. Make sure you have some fun in there, too. That's true. What do you do for fun? You know what I like to do? I like to go out and uh, talk to people, minister to people. And you know what? And I love to shoot pool. Really? I do. So are you a pool shark? I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I love to shoot pool. Nice. So how can people contact you if they wanted to, you know, buy you some know cookies? What? You, or... can, you can go online. Mm-hmm. We have our website. It's ablessedcookie.com. Okay. Go on. You can see everything we're selling there. Or you can call the store. We have abbreviated hours now. We're open Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursdays. Okay. From 730 until 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Inside the Nationwide Building. And you can call. The number is 614-221-4442. Okay. And what about your social media handles? Social media is A Blessed Cookie Company. I love On it. Facebook, Instagram. Yep. 
Okay. Anything else you want to add? Any other value? You know, follow your vision as an entrepreneur. Just say follow and don't and don't be so easy to give up as soon as adversity comes. Mm -hmm. Keep moving. Absolutely. Keep moving. Well, I'll tell you what, you've given all of us a lot to think about, you know, me as a, an entrepreneur, other yeah. aspiring new and existing entrepreneurs, just with so much experience and so much knowledge that you have, because there are a lot of people that will waver. And a lot of times people waver because and something else I want to ask you too, mm -hmm. especially in, in our community there, when you don't have a mentor, Right. You don't know. You don't have anyone in your business that knows about entrepreneurship, that knows how to start a business or run a business. They don't have anyone to lean on. So when they experience those challenges, it's like, OK, how do I pivot? How do I take the next step? So what advice would you give on that? Find a mentor, like you said, if you can find a mentor and have them. And plus, go to different uh, score, the S, uh, SBA. They have a lot of programs and different things you can go. Go out and make yourself available. That's what I'll say. Okay. Make yourself available. Interact with other business people. And you'll be surprised at what happens. One of the greatest things I did, I joined the Columbus Rotary Club hmm. when I was here. The In Columbus Rotary Columbus Club. Columbus Rotary Club. Okay. Mm -hmm. What type of club is that? It is a club of... Uh, businessmen entrepreneurs in the columbus area okay and what what they did what we did was we went out and worked in the community and uh information and just sharing okay and giving wow that's perfect and i mean it was awesome and you just and you meet different people but find and like you said find someone go to one of the a bakery okay and come in i have no problem with that i love the things of in, of helping someone because I'm, I'm not in competition with you. There's enough money out there for all of us. Absolutely. It's like go and pursue, go and pursue it. But I like to use where Peter, what did uh, Jesus told Peter? He said, you know what, Peter, Satan desires to have you and sift you as wheat. Mm -hmm. But I pray for you that your faith fails not. But then once you're converted, once you get over this thing, right. then you go strengthen your brethren. Okay. And I like that's that. what I like to do. So with that being said, do you have any mentees? You know what? I don't have any at the time at the moment. Okay. Um, what I like to do is get young people, especially. I did a lot of time uh, volunteering at Scioto Juvenile Correctional Facility. Okay. And also do prison ministry. Okay. And what I do, I have brought people in that have been released from prison and brought them in to come and work. Okay. And it's been it's an amazing experience because they come in and it's like this is a whole different perspective on what I'm used to. Right. But three of the people that have worked for me previously have mm -hmm. gone and started their own businesses. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are you open to mentorship at all? I am. Okay. Perfect. And the reason I asked, I was talking yeah. to you about the young lady that was on the podcast yeah. a few weeks ago, and it's it's amazing because she said, you know, hey, I don't want to give up on on my business. Do you actually like what do you call it? Uh, Rent out your space to other bakers or other entrepreneurs. Lease-wise, legally, we can't do that. Ah, uh, okay. Yes, most mostly uh, most of your ten your tenants, they won't let you do that. Landlords won't let you do that. Okay. so I can't do that. Gotcha. Okay, I was just curious. But no, but no, but I would encourage anyone start, especially in the baking industry, start off at home. Mm -hmm. Avoid all of the overhead. Mm -hmm. Start off at home, get it out there, use social media mm -hmm. to get your products out there. 
get people to buying it. You work it out. If you want them to come to your house or say, I'll do deliveries. I mean, look at DoorDash. They, you could have DoorDash come and deliver. Get on there. Do that. That's true. And just get your market built up until you have enough revenue to, to sustain having a brick and mortar. Okay. Perfect. Well, I'll tell you what. That was any closing words. Close us out. I think I've talked my mouth. I've talked. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to say to close us out. No, you know what? I'm an encourager, and I just want to say, if you have a vision, pursue it, and don't be easy to give up. Okay. Perfect. Don't be easy. Hold on to delivery. Absolutely. <laughs> so that was a perfect close by D with the blessed cookie. We'll make sure we include all of her information down in the description notes. If you want some good, fresh baked home cookies, she's located in Columbus, Ohio, in the Nationwide Building. Again, we'll include all of her information down in the description. But hey, thank you for tuning in to the Let's Evolve for Tomorrow podcast, where we help aspiring new and existing entrepreneurs excel to the next level by inviting other aspiring new and existing entrepreneurs to the podcast. And we'll see you next time.